The water and power are back, and so are the dads. On today's episode of Dads Drinking Beer, we weigh in on Tiger. We talk about how we broke out the bag set in the cul-de-sac. We dive through a box of truly lemonades, and we have a super-sized interview with my brother-in-law, Kurt, fellow dad, podcast supporter, who's going to give us some perspective on COVID, music, how he really felt about me when we met, and so much more. You don't want to miss it. So sit back, relax, enjoy responsibly. This is Dad's Drinking Beer. All of a sudden, there was a tiny little two-hour window of literally normalcy yeah of, it, of it, hope of hope and it felt great and it just and and as soon as it was over it was like oh yeah we don't have water and oh yeah we're in a pandemic and oh yeah there's this and oh yeah there's that. but for that two hours when we were hanging out playing bags yeah but at least i got some truly drinking truly yeah, it was fucking buddy. great man it, it was fucking really great. fucking good dad's drinking beer Welcome to Dad's Drinking Beer. This is the weekly watering hole where we're going to give you all kinds of updates and information on all things dad, all things modern dad. That's right, it's 2021. We're going to be talking about seltzer. We got a great interview for you tonight. We're going to talk to you about electricity, clean water, you know, like we said, all, all kinds of dad stuff. I'm Jim, here with my guy Chris. This is season two, episode eight. Chris, how you doing tonight, man? Oh, man. Uh, you said power and water. I mean, those things are like, like that's all I need. Like, that's right. I never thought I would, all I needed was um, to be able to flush my toilet successfully, but here we are. What a new feeling, going to <laughs> shit and piss without bringing a fresh bucket behind yeah, you, right? Yeah. And nothing like telling the wife that you're going to shit by bringing a bucket into the into there with you, although the... 10 minute runtime in the in the toilet will probably give it away anyway. Yeah, there's there's, there's a couple of times where Steph was like, "Hey, um, don't look in that, but would you mind filling that up with water so you can flush it?" I was like, mm, "Wow, nice. that's a level of love. That's that's pretty good." Yeah, and, and of course I never looked in it. You don't ever look down in the barrel of a of a gun like that. Great trivia question there. Yeah. How many dads have seen their wives actual excrement? feces? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? Not this one. I was going to say, now that I think about it, no. I mean, yeah. no. No. I, and I, I do everything I can to avoid it. I hope I never do, yeah. Hey, knock on wood. Knock on wood. Knock uh, on. We're coming to you live from Austin, Texas. ATX. So, you know, in the bunker. Yep. Uh, which is why the water power back is so critical. Not everyone has it back yet. We, I don't... But we... Got do, the, we back do. today. We got, we got the boil thing lifted today. Correct. So. The shower is no longer uh, milky, Mustard. cloudy... Yeah. Yeah, it looks like the soap's already mixed in, like you're at the car wash, but you realize, no. It looks like just... used bath water. Yeah. Yeah. I but felt a little weird. I felt a little weird, though, doing yeah. it. But yeah. but then, the, yeah, this afternoon I was washing my hands and I could actually see through it all yeah. the way to my, my, my palms, yeah. my hairy palms, <laughs> and my Robin Williams knuckles. And I thought, this is <laughs> this is coming back. We're, we're close. And then I got the alert from Claire and she said... Hey, you know, the, the band's off. And that was like at four, I think it was like at three or four today. So, I mean, it was later on in the day. So, yeah, we've been dealing with water issues. We did not lose power in this neighborhood, which is great. Which in we this talked, part of the neighborhood. In this part, yeah. Our other, yeah, right, exactly. Front we of the neighborhood friends up front who did lose power. But, yeah, right. we, we did lose water, though, for five days, six yeah. days. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty rough. It was, man. It was not cool. It was not cool. Not something uh, you'd expect. No. And again, I, I guess if I was to lose one, I'd rather rather lose water than power. But 
losing water still was was uh, was tricky. It was a bit of a yeah, a bit of a workaround. Yeah. A lot of workarounds were were created for yep. that. So and again, all the people that really 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 struggled, I I, I feel for them. And it, I talked to a, my pool guy, and he was like, "This is this is being treated like a a hurricane. This is a disaster situation." So and this was before it all went down. And uh, I thought it was kind of over exaggerating, but I think it really was. I mean, no, yeah. people are still feeling the effects. We'll we'll still feel the effects. I think from from people with uh, you know uh, who can keep their jobs. How many companies are going to stay open? Like, there's a lot of, I think, downward shit still yeah. piling up from this. But we're fortunate. We're we're still okay. Return to normalcy. It was eighty fucking three degrees today. Like I know another reason just to be pissed about why a week ago. It was yeah. nine degrees. Yeah, literally one week from today was, yeah, nine. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. We'll get there. Hey, I uh, want to give a quick shout out to my wife. It's her birthday today. Oh. Happy birthday, Claire Bear. Uh, we've got an interview later with Kurt, which is Claire's oldest brother. Fit. It's fitting. It's very fitting. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to really enjoy that that interview with <laughs> Kurt. Uh, he's got a I, I lot am, to share. I know I am excited. Yeah, Chris I have has so many questions. fucking questions <laughs> over here to dig in. I feel like they're they're gonna gang up on me. So uh, listeners, please please be patient with them. Yes, but it is our last uh, seltzer episode of the month. Um, seltzer Swan Song. Love that. Yeah. Hey, what do you think about cracking our first seltzer of the night? This is another variety pack. Yeah, and then. Some major news happened yesterday. Let's let's dive into that yep. before we get into Kurt's interview. We we can we can we can hold off on Kurt for a little. bit. I love it. Yep. I because cool. well, I really want to have one of these cells. Yeah. Here, so, yeah. Okay. So do you want to introduce yeah. what I mean, we're doing this tonight? This is this is this is probably the biggest of the bigger boys, right? And this is I mean we we did White Claw, which is probably the the, the big boy. It is. This is the next big boy. Truly. Truly. And I would only say White Claw might be the bigger boy. In my first, because it made it there first. It right. made it to market first. Right, and I do think truly um, is technically, I think they're doing it right in a sense where they're doing every flavor combination you can imagine. I mean, they're doing like literally, it's like the blueberry oh. and the pineapple and the all the extras and the combos and these and things. So they don't dick out on variety. No, they they want to give everyone a chance. Whereas, like you said, I think White Claw revolves the, around the same seven to eight flavors, truly was like, we don't have enough. Right. They're like, we're going to give them every flavor they can possibly imagine. But tonight we're doing the lemonades. Right. So we're, we're, I didn't know I didn't, I didn't know that. I it's, didn't know it was like a lemonade thing. It's a variety pack of lemonades. So just so people are aware, right. it's a, it's the black can. Yep. Not all of them are black. It, this is the right time to be drinking Trulies when yeah. it's 80 degrees outside. So Truly, it we is. Are, we are drinking, we're starting off the lemonade section with... Lemonade. 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 Is it just lemonade lemonade? It is. Because all your strawberry lemonade is just lemonade. Correct. All we'll right. go, we'll do the regular lemonade first. Um, this is a uh, 5% alcohol, 100 calories. They're still digging that skinny can vibe. But, you know, I mentioned this earlier. I'm, I'm more of a sweet tooth kind of guy. I like a little bit of a sweet. Same. Uh, this fits that mold. And we'd be lying if we said we've never had truly lemonades, but we think we saved this one for the end because we think. This, in our minds, uh, from from our, our limited seltzer knowledge, this is probably the bar. This is where the bar's been I set. I think so. I don't even like lemonade. This is fucking good. I almost want to compare this to Mike's Hard. Yeah. But this is way better than Mike's Hard because it's it doesn't give you that, like, 
grinding in the stomach, uh, too sour, yeah. too... Or like hitting the back of the, the, the jaw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, where it's almost like, oh, I have a cavity already because right. it's like so much... The cavity is literally growing sugar. as I talk. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. This is good. And this is just plain old lemonade from Truly. We don't know a lot about the company as a whole as far as it is it owned by another one. But I think Truly is doing it right. They I mean, are. They are. They are. In terms of mass volume, mass you know, variety production. Uh, I went to fucking CVS and they had three different 12 packs. I had to search for these lemonades, but like, that's great. Yeah. That is like, you know, we, we've talked about this. This has been a, mo- a month of a lot of uh, learnings for, yeah. for you and I. And yeah. I think one of them was we loved how these seltzer packs are varieties. Right. And we right. wish other companies would adopt that. What I always thought, I guess because the guys in our our neighborhood, they drink the lemonade ones. So I always thought they were all lemonade. I didn't know that that there was, you know, the other mango. I thought it was always something, something mango sure. lemonade. Were they the first ones to kind of say, this is our box of flavored lemonade? Because now Bud Light That's how I think has, a, has yeah. a lemonade seltzer or a... Uh, I mean, a, obviously Mike's Hard Lemonade is probably the first one. But when I think of right. it, like, truly, in my mind, was always like a, a flavor lemonade thing. That's always how it was. Well, yeah, but they, they um, you know, Mike's, Mike's was a good example of this is the one we really like. But, like, Truly Lemonade was never part of a of another variety box, right? This was, the box actually says Truly Lemonades, right? Like, this is a chance to say all of these have the same lemon profile, but we're going to add something to it. Anyone else doing that? I don't think so. That's what, I th- that's what I'm saying. I think that Truly does it right, right? They are... Or at least they're, they're shooting their shot. They're doing the lemonade thing. They're doing everything, and they all taste great. That's fuck. That's the thing. I hate to say it, but they all taste great. They they do. And this, I think we picked lemonade first because it's the most standard. Yeah. But it's not my favorite in the pack. I, I'm surprised how much I actually like it. I feel like I'm foam. Like I'm just like like I'm loving on slopping on their knob of truly. But hey, truly, call me. Let's work. Why not? Let's go. You guys are going places. You're doing big things. Uh, yeah, props I mean, to you guys. Yeah. So yeah, lemonade so far. Happy about it. Let's keep the train moving. Yep. I'm gonna crack open the mango, and while I'm doing that, you know, making sure our glasses are full. Yeah. There was a big news event, a breaking event. Huge. Just a couple days ago. Huge. Tiger Woods. Uh. Solo. Car crash. Yep. Uh, by the time you hear this, you know, it's still a serious matter. You'll probably know more by the time you listen to it than we know now. Yeah. But we are at the point now where we can reflect, talk about it. People are pouring out their support. Yeah. Like, almost as much as Texans are pouring out support for each other. Uh, yeah. I which, mean, in terms of like, hey, come over, shower, get some water, have, sure. have, have a warm meal, whatever. Like, people in every sport are saying, hey, Tiger thoughts are with you man yeah i mean look there's no secret that we i am a huge golf fan we love golf um, if you listen to the pod you guys know right, we listen right yeah, and i am talk. a huge golf fan um it'd be crazy to to not give tiger woods the respect he deserves as a golfer one i think something that was really interesting uh saw some today it was saying one of, there was Rory McIlroy was being interviewed, and there one of the guys asked him, "Hey, so how? What do you think about the comeback for Tiger? Like, is it possible for Tiger to make a comeback?" And Rory gave the best answer he could have given. He said, "I think what we really need to do is is just take a moment to appreciate the fact that he's still here, the fact that his kids 
have a father still, the fact that he's going to be okay in some capacity, whatever that is. Golf right now is like the furthest thing from, it should be from anyone's mind. Yeah. Because that is just not even a concern. It's He's okay. His kids are okay. His family's intact. That's what we should be. Finally, an honest fucking answer totally. from uh, a reality, you know, yeah, you know, however you want to phrase it, reality star in the sports world. We talked about this a few a few episodes ago, where a guy was asked about something in sports, and he gave a legit answer. I think it was the golfer who was like Kevin Kisner. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to win. You right. know, twentieth place still makes yeah, hundred forty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it seems like golfers sort of uh, don't eat into that bullshit that other you know sports stars seem to do. Like the the reporters give him a layup. That is a perfect answer, just to say, hey. You know, twofold. One is he's alive. Yeah. I got major Kobe Bryant vibes when this accident happened. Oh my god. Yeah. Right? Like you have a helicopter view of the the car overturned. You don't know what's going on. You see the, the luggage to the side. You hear things like his legs are broken multiple times, like compound fractures coming out. And then they use the word jaws of life to pull him out, right? That's that's right. big. Second fold is the fact that Rory's leaning in on that. There's a strong possibility Tiger's done. It would be weird to announce it now because it's so early, but like this guy's come back from what five five back procedures, mm-hmm. two knee surgeries, got broken yeah, legs and right yeah yeah. So like at this point, the fact that Rory won't comment, I'm leaning on the the fact that it's probably the right thing to say. Like hey, he's alive. That is critical, but. I'm also kind of preparing myself to hear, let's focus on the fact he's alive because I don't, I don't think he is coming back. I don't know. And, and you know, here's the thing until, until we, we don't have enough information, right. Until we get a gauge. I have, I saw something on, uh, you know, internet saying he was very, um, adamant about not wanting it to end this way. Supposedly those words have been said. Really? Yeah. Okay, so news is still flying in. News is flying, yep. So he is he's adamant about um, how he feels, and he doesn't want to quit. Obviously, you know, I mean, we talked about it before. Like, he, he is set on a goal, and that goal is, yeah. Does he have the eye of the tiger? <laughs> Both eyes. I mean, he is ready to rock. I hope, I hope there's more to see if there's one athlete. I mean, in my opinion, honestly... I know Tom Brady's a goat in football. I know there's other guys out there that are goats. Jordan. Jordan's a goat in basketball. I don't know if there's another person that's more of a goat than Tiger Woods. Truthfully. Because other sports, I mean, Tom Brady needs other guys around him. Jordan needs other guys around him. Tiger Woods is all about just him. And we talked about it a while back. The, when, at Augusta, he, he had a 10. And he made a great comment about, look, golf is a great game because there's no one there to bail you out. It's just you. Yeah. And if you hit the bunker, you go bunker to bunker. You know who's going to hit the other bunker shot? You. You. There's, there's no it. next man up There's no town. guy, hey, no. come in and sub for me. So Great point. So um, I hope that's the case. I did see a really cool thing. And man, I hope this happens. Um, they were saying in the next PGA event, which I think there's one this weekend, um, Every person, every player should wear red on, on, Sunday? on Sunday in honor of Tiger. That's dope. That would be awesome. So, 
What a turnaround of events. You know, 10 years ago, we hear about another car accident he was in with his wife, which... I know. When I, that when that hit bottom line on ESPN, I remember leaning over going, like, there's more to this story. Well, that's this what was, I, I was hoping there was nothing different. more to this story. You know what? Because that happened, though, it was, it was inevitable that everyone kind of sure. made that connection first. But I did hear today he wasn't drunk. He was in shock. He was very calm. But he just... He was he, by himself. He was by himself. He wasn't getting roadhead, which is what I thought. Ah, man, was there a Perkins nearby or something? <laughs> An IHOP maybe? Was he getting there? There, there was one detail. I'm just curious your, your take on it. Was There, there was a, a director there for a TV show at the event. They were at about 7 a.m. and his car was blocking Tiger. Did you hear about this? No. So TMZ reported it, but it's been confirmed now by a couple other sources from the crew of this show called Grownish. And... Uh, it's like a spinoff of Blackish. Good show on ABC. And Tiger was waiting to get out of the parking lot, but his car was being blocked by the, the, the TV episode director. And Tiger swerved and like, you know how like you're like waiting in line sometimes and by the time you get a clear shot, you kind of gun it to get out of there. He, he almost hit the director's car that morning getting out of there. Kind of impatient, right? Kind of like, hey, you guys are in my way. I'm trying to get out of here. I'm in California. I got to do a couple of events this, this weekend um, or this, this week, excuse me. Uh, and then the, the director came back to the crew and said, Tiger fucking Woods almost just hit me with his car. And everyone laughed it off and no one thought anything of it. And about 45 minutes later, he got in a car accident. So he was definitely driving hot. He was just in a mood of like, hey, I've got a lot of shit to do right now. He did a celebrity thing. He was with D-Wade and, and D-Spade. I don't know how I just fucking worked that out, but <laughs> yeah, it worked. Right, right. Uh, like the day before. Um, but but the good news, knock on wood, is uh, there was no alcohol. And uh, uh, they don't believe they'll press charges. But I heard there's no charges. Okay. My big thing, and again, this is doesn't matter because it's already happened, but... Guys like this, guys like Tiger, guys with this unimaginable wealth, why would you drive anywhere? Why would you drive? I mean, I get it if you have like a Ferrari. I love to and drive. And, right, of course. But if you're driving at 7 o'clock in the morning to an event or you're going to a thing, why would you drive? Why would you drive? Wouldn't you rather just sit in your car and, and look at Instagram or whatever? Watch Succession? Yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. But I think... Again, we're, we can't speak to it, but in, in, in my mind, play devil's advocate, I'd probably play the card of, I don't need a gopher all the time. I can handle some stuff on my own. Tiger's got that ego of like, I will do it. Yeah. To his point, I don't need someone to bail me out. I'll, I'll take care of this. Right. right? Like, I get it. Like, <laughs> just between us, what kind of car was it again? Wasn't it like a, yeah, it was like a, a Honda a, Genesis or something? Yes. Like, like a sponsored that's car? What, that's what I'm saying. That's the question. Why are you driving that and not your fucking new Lambo SUV right. that... Uh, will stop you from hitting the curb if it feels like, hey, you're too close to the fucking curb. I, I think that's my thing. Is like, I get it. If you're if you're of means in that sense, like Tiger's obviously there, and you want to drive your brand new whatever it is, get it. But if you're seven o'clock something in the morning, and it's a yeah Honda Genesis thing <laughs> with a little sticker on the side, I saw that, and he, he was he looked like a sponsored car, like yeah. he was you know delivering Dominoes in the right. morning. Like, I'm, I'm just surprised that that, that he. Doesn't have someone pick him up. That's all. That's no, all. I think that's that's honestly that's a fair take because I don't think I've heard that take yet. But when I've heard that in the past, it's always ten o'clock at night. Why are you driving? Sure. Seven in the morning. Right. You gotta be a fucking degenerate to need a gopher at seven. Unless, hey, I'm still sleepy. I'm chilling. 
I'm on pain meds because of my back. Or even just help me out. Right. Even just that. Even just like, hey, I'm. I'm it's a responsible move. Someone to pick you up in the morning, be there on time. And I do think, yeah, if you're, it's not even a gopher. It's a, a gopher to me seems like someone that does all these errands. This is just a driver. At night, I would 100% back your statement. Yeah. I think in the morning, it's almost like you have something to prove to yourself that I can, I can kind of handle this. Hey. I cracked open the mango. You did. Sorry. We're on the we, mango. We we're on tiger. Yeah. No, no, we can stay on tiger. Um, let's jump on the mango. It's it's delicious. By so the way, so good. It's really fucking good. I mean, it's a, it's definitely a little mm. sweeter, and I love a sweet something. Mm. This is definitely on the sweeter side. This is nectar of the gods. It man. is. It is. And again, we always comment on the kind of clarity of the seltzers. This is a little. Looks kind of like our shower water. It does. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly what it looks like. That's a good point. We're, we're, good, we're, we're drinking out of a clear glass. Take our shower water. Taste like it up. No, it's great. I think the mango was my favorite White Claw. It was. And this is already better. This is better than lemonade, but not by a ton. Not by a mile. This is... We're ending on a good note here with seltzers. I think that was destined to happen. And I think when I asked you earlier, are we done with seltzers? You said, personally, you're not, right? (laughs) So the dads are here to say, we're not done with seltzer season, but we are reverting back to... Traditional beer next we'll be, next we'll be, episode. Yeah. This episode is going to just put a nice bow on the last four weeks of seltzers. And again, if nothing else, Chris and I learned a shitload about seltzer in the yeah. last month. And now we can actually speak to it instead of just what our opinion on it a month ago was. Yeah. it's It was like a fruity thing. Yeah. It's for dudes watching their figure, which guess what? At 35, I'm watching my figure. Or even just for like, it was for like, oh, you're drinking that? You're not drinking, why don't you drink this beer? A full there's, beer? there's something about, I mean, yeah, I probably will always have seltzers in my fridge. I'm just being real here. Like, we were playing bags the other day. Man, it was, uh, it was like, what, 73 degrees outside, sunny as can be. Let's get right into the bags. Let's, let's okay. keep going. Sorry, the bags. I don't want to, no, no, no. yeah. And you know what? We'll do one more. Okay. Before our interview with Kurt, yep, because there's four flavors in the lemonade. Yep, I like this. Go, I just want to say, go ahead though. This right. is this is critical because we've been teasing bags for a while. We, you've been teasing. I've been wanting to play. I'm, well, I'm a bit of a cock tease, bro. You are. Uh, but it was to your point. Perfect storm. Nicer weather. The snow is gone. Yep. But what what was the added element that we kind of brought into it? Truly. I mean, well, are you truly? We, we also yeah. had like a very short window of time because you you were doing something, and it was like, hey, we only have this amount of time to play, and it was like, okay, like I was finishing up last week's pod, and I was like, I got to get this thing out, so uh, if you're available, let's do it, and you're like, it's on, it's and I, I I literally hit send submit, and I ran out the door like a kid on Christmas. It was like I'm out the door, but and I looked, that. and the bags were set up. And we played, and it was literally, we threw a couple, and just the slam of the bags was like a, the call of the wild to the guys in the cul-de-sac. If we, had a, if we had a turkey call, that would have been ideal. Instead, it was slap, slide, slap, slap, slide. Yeah, so Callie who, Dave came Callie out, Dave. Scott came out, and Scott is a, is a truly guy. He really is a truly... I don't want to say he's aficionado, but he he knows his trulies. He was probably the most well-renowned seltzer guy on the cul-de-sac. Before us. Before now, us. Before us now. Now right. he's, you know, a, a distant second. Right. But still second. But he's he was on trulies before uh, I even knew of trulies. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I'll give him that. So he came out. We threw bags. What did we play? We, we got three, three quick games. Three games, games in, in, yeah. Two of them were very close. 
We're not going to get into wins and losses. We, had, we, had, we hadn't played it? in a while. It was like preseason. We hadn't played in a while, but the boards are in great shape. Yeah. It's more about waving the cars, saying, yeah, go around. We're, also, this is our sack. Yeah. This is our fucking sack. It's also something about like other people driving by being like, what, what, are, the, what are those guys doing? Remember with the Amazon driver yeah. truck? Yeah. So we had a delivery truck, which is another sign that things are returning to normal because we didn't have anyone fucking deliver anything while anything. You know, winter yeah. Inu storm yeah. came yeah. through. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, guys. Uh, and he drove by, rolled his window down, right? And he gave one of those, you know, jaws right to left. And he goes, you guys, I'm so jealous He's right now. Super jealous. Super yeah. jealous yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. And we're like... Pull over, man. Get yeah. in. We'll Come kick, on. Kick Kelly Dave out because he's <laughs> kicking her ass. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Kelly Dave is very good at bags. He is. Yeah. He is. He's very good at a couple things that um, allows him to stay competitive at, at such an age. Right. <laughs> right. Guys, we got to play bags. And uh. it was, you know, a lot of friends still from Chicago are like, hey, everything okay? You got everything? You know, are you guys all settled? My buddy Brad from New York was like, I'll drive you out some water. And I was like, Brad, you're so sweet. From New York? From New York. I mean, wow. this, this guy would fucking do it. I mean, Great uh, college New, guy. New York water. Where, where in New York? Like, uh, uh, Valley Stream was where he grew up. It's like a borough of Long Island. Because people get that New York water shipped in, in from, for pizza. Home slice. That's a, that's Is a, that better than regular water then? I suppose that's the difference. Well, if you ask him, I guarantee it's better, right? I he's going to be like, if he's driving out bagels, water. better pizza, better water. Or, Better water. 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 I, from what I've heard, the water is the difference between regular pizza and home slice pizza. Are you pizza. fucking kidding? No. Well, home slice pizza is, I mean, it's. We'll get Brad on at some yeah. point, but he told me he's really big into Kirkland liquor right now. And I'm like, all right, well, you. You mean like Costco? Yeah. <laughs> he gets the whole assortment of. I had a high respect for anyone. Like, <laughs> hey, Brad, come on the pod. You're getting ripped on, dude. You're getting fucking ripped on. We're going to do black cherry lemonade. Um, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Yeah, for, I think this might be my favorite. We are not drinking one each. We're doing a half of one each. So everyone's right. like, damn, these dads are on fire tonight. A, we are. But B, we're only drinking about six ounces a piece here, right? Right, right. And so we're just trying to be better. We're just trying to one-up our, our lot. Oh, there's a little pink. Oh, yeah. Because we got the clear glass now, we can give a little bit more intel on what it looks like. This does have a hue of a... a rosé. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. Black cherry lemonade. This is truly three of four, and uh, this good. is a good one. It's a good sign that I don't have COVID because I can't smell. I can I can smell it. Oh, I'm glad Test. you bring that up. Because I know Kurt. You're teasing. I this. don't know. Any, okay, we don't. Talk no, about no. It. I think it's great. God damn, that's fucking good. This is where it starts to get like no way. There's booze in here, right? This tastes like a cherry See, lime. My uh, wife. My wife doesn't like sweet shit. She's all every time. Every time you'll see this when we go out. Every time we get a cocktail or go to a place, uh, is that too sweet? And the, the server's always like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't know. It's a fucking Paloma, whatever. Yeah. Well, she that's would, grapefruit juice. She would probably not like this because it's too sweet. This, to me, is like, yeah, give me this all day. As you know, our wives are the same. They are. Claire will kind of stick up her nose. Happy birthday, babe. Uh, she'll stick up her nose before she tries <laughs> something new. And I'm like, there's no way you're going to like it if you already look disgusted or repulsed by what you're about to try right but yeah she's in the same boat so she gets a brute she gets a rosé she like this it's too sweet too sweet too sweet okay. she liked the lover boy the lover boy was pretty because because lover boy wasn't like overpowering it yeah. wasn't anything like like we're gonna jam up our aspartame or whatever it is right i don't think it's aspartame right i, I fucking hope it's not but it's I, I, i'm gonna make a statement here and you can edit this out if you want say it bro <clears throat> 
I think White Claw is the, if we're doing a, a bracket like we've talked about, White Claw is probably the number one seed for the seltzer. I'm saying Truly's number one seed. The best seltzer in the market. You're going to say that now before we even go to the strawberry I lemonade, which some might argue is the best. I, I think, I, I cannot imagine that it, there's one better than the one I'm drinking right now. Okay. Hey, we have one more Truly to go over, but I think we're going to save it for after our interview. I like or it. Maybe we'll even bring it up with Kurt. You'll have to listen in and confirm yeah. for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Um, I personally am excited to talk with Kurt because he, I mean, we talk about this a lot. There's a certain criteria for our guests and Kurt checks all the boxes hard. Like if you, you know, when you check a box, the number two pencil, Yeah. he like breaks the lead every single time. Mm. Bald, beautiful man. He's a dad of two. Of two. We'll talk about it. He, uh, his tattoos, which I, I find attractive. Me too. Uh, I find, yeah. and, you know, so there's a lot of things going on with Kurt. I am uh, excited to talk with him because I've only met him one time briefly. Yeah. So I'm going to let you drive some of this, but I'll add some color. I'll add some commentary. And if I think he can be a little bit more forthcoming, I'll, I'll throw a few breadcrumbs out because right. uh, I think he's going to fit the vibe with a lot of our listeners. I am, uh, I have so many questions I haven't even told you about. So, oh right, God, let's get into it. Hey, we're really, really privileged to, to welcome Kurt. Kurt is a dad. He's my brother-in-law. He lives up in Michigan. Kurt, welcome to the pod. Hey, happy to be here. Thank you. Um, I'm Kurt. Two boys under three years old. Oh my God! And you're currently sitting down, or because I feel like you can't stand up if you have two children under three years old. <laughs> It's just always sitting down, or you're always standing up. Always probably. moving, yeah. So it's I'm sitting always, down It's now. always moving. Yeah, nonstop. It's a grind. It is. <laughs> but really, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, you're, you're a listener of the pod. Uh, you're one of the early supporters, uh, an angel investor, uh, some, some would call. Even if it was emotional I would uh, support, call him that, yeah. he, he, he has a great way of building, <laughs> building me up. Um, but... We, we wanted to talk first because we have a lot of similarities, you know, you, Chris, myself, but one thing about you stands out and, and you're still kind of dealing with it. And I think it's relevant enough just to kind of bring up first. You had COVID. You had COVID. Chris and I have not had the pleasure, the, pleasure, the yeah. fortune. We, we, we've been able to escape it for the most part. What, what can you tell the dads about it? What can you tell the, uh, our, our, our listeners about it? And are you still, are you still dealing with it at all? Yeah, sure. Honest, and and it's relevant because if I wasn't a dad, I don't think I would have got COVID. Um, huh. it, the, the, our our kids, my sons, brought it home from childcare, and completely asymptomatic. I mean, I haven't left my house. Like, I feel like I've lived on an island, right, for the past year, just like everyone else. And yeah, my wife works in healthcare, and we're on the conservative side of conservative when it came to you know being safe and, and all the all the like measures to protect yourself from it and i was uh i was cooking i was sauteing onions and garlic on thanksgiving day and couldn't smell a thing and i was looking around i'm like man i just maybe I just have a cold because i felt totally fine and uh kind of freaked out because that's like the tell right for covid and i started grabbing like spices out of the drawer and like just like inhaling like cinnamon and garlic <laughs> wow. and couldn't smell a thing. And we were over. That was the first time. That was the, that was the first like 
indicator tell that was like oh i've got COVID. i had a yeah. i had a cold like three days leading up to that just a like runny nose and whatever so i went and grabbed my wife and i t- we were at my her parents house for dinner and i took her downstairs i'm like i i had just lost my sense of smell i'm like i don't know what to do and it was like it was kind of a bummer because i i knew i had to like leave my family like my kids yeah. and my wife yeah so i just i literally like packed my stuff as fast as i could and got in the car and, and went and got tested right then and there. And uh, sat by myself for four days at home while my wife and kids were at her parents' house. Um, and then the same thing started happening to my wife, it happened to her mom and then her dad as well. And uh, we all we all got COVID. Dude. And, and uh, all, all currently everyone's okay? At least everyone's... Yeah. Everyone, okay. it was, uh, you know, I think majority of the people that do get it, according to the doctors that we talked to, you know, don't don't get a, a a nasty dose of it. But like the one doctor explained to me, he's like, yeah, people love to throw around like the 99, 99% of people are totally fine, right? He's like, well, you, how about you pick one of 100 people that you know, like to not be fine? And I was like, right. fair enough, fair right. enough, right? Yeah, Play so, safe, yeah. Yeah. Shit. So, so what, was that just like a ticking time bomb? You you leaving, going into quarantine. I mean, at that point, were you like, "There's no way that my family doesn't have it at this point"? For for the most part, yeah. And everyone's trying to be, you know, play the optimism card. Like, oh, you just have a cold. It's fine. You know, I can't smell things when I get a cold too. And I was like, no, like it's not. It's not like that. I couldn't. Yeah. Heard, yeah. It's I, denial for me. I always say, it. like, no, it's, it's allergies. It's uh, it's probably nothing. You know, <laughs> I like, wouldn't have known. I, I feel like it would have taken me a while to. Like, I would have, like you said, Kurt. I would have been like, I can't smell. It would have taken something to be like, wow, I can't smell that. And I'm like, I don't think I would have thought COVID first. And then I've then, just heard. I've heard too many cases start with that, and then I could. I, I just got in that moment of panic that you were feeling like, oh God, like what else can I try? What else can I do? And just to see if it's, is there anything I can smell or taste? And I've heard it, oh, it. It was, yeah. It, I mean, it, it happened like at the snap of a finger. Like I could no smell way. something that just, it just dropped out. Wow. And I was like, oh, that is really bizarre. And do you and have it wasn't... smell back? So I had, it took a long time for it to come back. Um, and it came back gradually and it's still, it's been pretty muted since then. But, um, what, what happened in the last couple of weeks, it was new is that like, all of a sudden I started smelling like burning, something was burning or, or like a real kind of gasoline chemically, chemical type smell. And like, I got a, I got another little cold and, and apparently this is very common with, with COVID like long after it's gone, like your smell as it kind of starts to, um, you know, it's a neurological issue with the smell. I'm sure the oh. millions listening at home are enthralled by this, but <laughs> yeah, it's a, no, it's I was going to say it's probably allergies. It's, it's, it's probably nothing, man. Come on. <laughs> but as, as those kind of connect, those like neurological receptors start to fire again, like they, they don't work properly. So you smell things differently and taste things differently. Um, so like I get out of the shower and I like my soap, like smells so bad to me. Like I have to go ask my wife, like, do I smell like, I smell like I just bathe in gasoline. Is that, is that accurate? And she's like, no, you smell great. You know? And, and yeah. Jim, you know, my mom loves to give like luxurious soaps for Christmas. 
I'm, I'm right. going through two bars right now. And, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. So I'm, so I'm lathering, I'm lathering keels all over me. And it smells like I'm just like rubbing like rancid garbage on my body. Oh it's my horrible. God. That's you can't terrible. even enjoy the expensive soaps that your mom got you. Can't enjoy expensive soaps. I can't enjoy, I, I, I'm a coffee snob. Coffee is the most revolting thing to me right now. I love coffee. I can't even stomach coffee right now. I can't like, I so badly just want to like have a sip of whiskey and like taste, like I like the taste of it. I, it's it's revolting. It's all absolutely revolting to me right now. Wow. It, do they think that's going to stay? It's like, yeah, are, no. Are you going to go get it checked out? I don't know. I don't know. You know, I. why do I need to check anything out when I can go on the internet, Jim? It's all there for me <laughs> to like that's solve true. for myself. That's true, um, Dr. True. Kurt. Also, if you, put, <laughs> if you put nude after anything on the internet, you get a really totally different search. Image search yeah. is put COVID nude. It's amazing. I might have to <laughs> write that smell. one down. You're loss welcome. of smell. Nude. Yeah, loss of smell. Nude. Yeah. Okay. So, have to check on that. Um, well, yeah. Th- thank you for sharing that. I, I think that's probably sure. more of a, you know, a more grounded, serious take for the dads. But something that we should probably be letting people know. This is a real thing. I didn't even know that this could linger for what three months now. You said you were doing Thanksgiving dinner. We're at end of February yeah. now. So, yeah. God, man. Hope, hopefully, you can get over this. I mean, yeah, we've been dealing I, with this now for. Almost a year. Almost a year. And so, Kurt's our first COVID yeah. person on. That's my, true. My kid got COVID, but she didn't come on. Oh, up. man. Yeah. And she didn't give it to you. No, she sneezed in my face when I was- No way. And, I was, and then we didn't know that she had COVID at the time. And um, yeah, I, I, we sent her to school and I felt terrible just because she had like, you know, stuffy nose and was wearing a mask. And she, I was like, I don't feel like sending her to school- with the mask and the boogery nose and the whole thing. So we kept her home. And then for her to go back to school, she had to get a COVID test. And they're like, oh, she has COVID. And I was like, holy shit. What? Like, she literally sneezed. Yeah. I mean, literally directly into my mouth. And I was like, well, I, I have COVID now. So I was coming to the conclusion like I did. And and I both my wife and I tested negative twice with the the That's crazy. The PCR test, PR, PCR. Yeah, one of those. Whatever, PCR, yeah. 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 So Damn. And yeah, I had we, my, my, and I, that's how I got it. My youngest, who at the time was like five months, six months old, was home just like sneezing and coughing in my face. You know, I, I took a day off work and just like let him just, just slobber and sneeze like directly into my mouth and nose for 24 <laughs> hours. And what a dad. And, and, as, as you do, right? With, with your six month old child, right? And, uh, yeah, you can't, you can't like, you can't just like go into your bedroom and, hang out i mean i don't know how these people did it where they just like go into their basement or their attic or wherever and they just like hide from their family God, wouldn't that be wouldn't that kind of be awesome would you almost <laughs> be like i have covid i would <laughs> probably raise my hand and say cough and sneeze into this yeah. if you don't have those responsibilities or those dependents absolutely it's a four-day sabbatical yeah. you get just, right. you. like all of us are like sitting there yeah. like, playing video games and like i was gonna say x I, yes i'm playing xbox but i'm quarantining yeah, at yeah. The same I'm, time. I'm sick yeah but then kurt goes upstairs i go run to his controller i start rubbing his hands wherever his hands were and i'm like you know eating it just so that i can get some of that like alone time, <laughs> alone time. it's not gonna work well thank you for sharing that let's uh yeah, let's, yeah. let's venture into something a little bit more uh light yeah i mean so because you've been inside for so all of us have been inside for so fucking long you've now joined the club that jim and i are very proud badge wearers of peloton oh are man you, 
you're you're fully on board yeah. here. Give us your review. I am. You're a member of the cult. So, so I am. I'm. I would categorize myself as a as a pretty discerning consumer. Like I research the hell out of stuff, and like I'm pretty critical. Jim, as you know, I'm very critical of things. Like I don't know, critical is a negative connotation, but I just like I'm. It is hands down the the one of the best consumer experiences I've ever had in my life. Right. Yes, it took me a long time to get it. I ordered it in September, and it came in December. I think. Yeah, yeah they were on, um, right they were on back order yeah. big time. But man, once I got it, it's just like, it's like, I'm sitting there, I'm by myself in my basement and someone on a screen who's not live, I'm watching a recording, is telling me to smile and clap and I'm smiling. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. that is power. That's powerful shit. I yeah, mean, yeah. Like, yeah. That's super powerful. And the fact that like, the fact that it works like so well and, and you, you can't help but be engaged with those like instructors and just yep. everything about it. I I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed as my sister told me I would be right. Um, but yeah. um, I have a couple of buddies up here who are when, when the weather permits like hardcore, like mountain bikers. And they're like, Hey guy, Hey, like hip hop rides are cool. He's like, but you know, we are power zone people. And, and you, if, because you're our friend, you are a power zone person, like not really, you don't have a choice in the matter. So I ride exclusively power zone. I, I only see four instructors, period. For those not initiated with Peloton, the power zone is, um, actually, Kurt, you're going to have to explain what a power zone ride is because I've yet to you, identify my zone. Do that? I've done a ride, but I've never, there's like a whole you process. Haven't done, you, haven't done the F, you haven't done the FTP test, have you, Jim? Not a chance. Yeah. And that's like a part of the toy I haven't played with yet, yeah. which is cool. Maybe I'm like saving it for later, but I'm a big arms and intervals. I'm a big boot camp, the, the bike boot camp guy. Uh, but the power zone is essentially you're trying to find your heart rate in your max, like your, your peak. And then, yeah. and then you want to like that Matt Wilpers always does it. power zone. Yeah. yeah. Wilpers, Wil, Wilpers is the power zone. God, like mm-hmm. he is, he is the king of power zone. It's Matt Wilper. <laughs> It's Matt Wilpers, uh, Olivia Amato, who is a badass, yeah. right? It's a little cheerleader. Uh, She's yeah, like yeah. four seven. Man, she is no joke. Um, Dennis, uh, Dennis Morton. at one end. Yeah, Dennis Morton. Yeah. Who at first I was like, man, fuck that guy. Yeah. But like, he is like you have to admire his fitness level, right? And his just like golden retriever kind of like demeanor. <laughs> He totally is. <laughs> he used to have super long hair. When too. I first started, he had yeah. long, he had really long yeah. hair. Well, I didn't get on him until he was, you know, more quaffed or whatever. Right. But yeah. looked- and he loves to ride to the beat. He loves to ride to the beat of the music. Like, and then there's another the other woman is Christine. Um, those Christine, are the four. They're yes. The, these Peloton instructors are on first name basis. They're like they're like little little rock stars now, yeah. you know, across and, and quarantine oh, yeah. only helped that. Yeah. I mean, you oh, should man. try my they're, way. They're what full, I do. They're full on celebrities. They're, oh, they're totally, they're totally celebrities. They're all having a moment. Yeah. I, I do. My plan is I, I, I go Jess King cause she's hot and Leanne Hainsby. Who's also so super hot. hot. So I just, and so like positive. Said, oh, it, yeah. I just look at them and I just <sighs> get on the bike and it's a and nice little half if, hour. If I do like an alley love ride and you know, I have that same moment, Kurt, where you think oh, I'm going to get distracted or I don't know if I'm going to keep it going. And she looks at me and she goes, you got this boss. Now she's not talking to me, but in that moment, 
it was directed at me. And I'm like, you're right, right. babe. I, I can do this. And I just pick it up. I go faster. Alex just said the other day, we were, I was on a ride and he was, it was a hip hop ride. And I love that Alex is on hip hop rides. And I was doing it and I had my phone. I was just checking my phone. He goes, hey, put your phone down. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, he knows that, 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 around. Dude, their timing is like scary, right? Yeah. When they're like, hey, don't get your head up. Hey, and you're just like, oh, my head was down. Like, yeah, hey, yeah. like, you know, and you're just like, wow, that's, that is terrifyingly awesome. Congrats on finding the, the power zone and living in your lane. Don't be afraid to venture out. Don't be afraid to do a little, little, little boot camp, a little climb, a little Cody Rigsby in your life. I think uh, every now and then you got to get a little, you know, spice of life, a little spice. bit of variety. Do you have the new bike, Kurt? The plus? No, yeah. no. I just got the... I got the regular. Yeah, same. Hey, it's still so sleek. I, I, I yeah. It's still styling. Oh, it's still, it's still, I mean, I can't turn my screen, you know, oh, well. Oh, um, boo fucking I hell. hooked up, I hooked up a Bose Cinemate surround system to the Peloton, to the bike. Wow. So, because I didn't, I wasn't pleased with the, uh, the output. I'm an audiophile. I wasn't That's pleased with the good. output. Critical. That's pretty good. Critical in a good way. And, like critical so that and, you can go and the Yeah, process. so I. I had an old and it's corded too. So the sound quality is really good. Better than, better than, you know, Bluetooth. So I have this, I have a subwoofer and like, like a 2.0, like subwoofer system hooked up to the, to the bike. And it's just like, I also, I will tell you Peloton has also really allowed me to appreciate electronic EDM. Right. Yeah. Like totally. some, of the, some of the, some of the like club bangers they play are yeah. like, man, they, they hit real yeah. hard and it's, yeah. it's, it's really nice. And I just like grab the remote and crank it up in the basement. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, we should all get on and do a ride together at some point. I Although mean, I've it's heard it's kinda... not fun to do the ride with like when you have the camera on because you're just like looking at like their under chin. Oh, no, I don't want to see you guys. I want to see the instructors. Oh, but when you have the filter on the scoreboard of who's there with you, yeah, yeah. Who, who's your friends, who you've high fived. I'm going to get 10 or 20 more output there because I'm, I'm just like, let's go. Let's Spoiler, go. If he's doing power zones, he's going to kick my ass. I know that. Cause probably be looking at just King being like, you're hot. You know what I mean? Like it's a totally different. <laughs> Easily ride. distracted. Put your phone down. Yeah. Quit playing with your sister's hair. <laughs> so um, I, I have, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fully into this. Like I'm wearing like bib, like padded bibs, like bike, like they look like a singlet for yeah, cycling. Yeah. yeah. I'm rocking. I'm rocking. I'm rocking those. I have like chamois butter. Like I have all wow, the dude, all the he, stuff. He is next level, and it, it, this isn't even extra, Kurt. This is Kurt just kind of taking advantage. Look of what, look, at, look at what this is called. Is that D's this nuts? is called D's D's nuts, <laughs> and it's like menthol too. It's is it that is so it's like numb your taint basically. No, I mean it just it's a it's a high viscosity cream. So there's no like we don't want any friction right on a sixty minute power zone ride. Like you don't want. You don't want the sidewalls rubbing, right? What? Is that why it's near your computer right now? So you, cause, <laughs> I mean, why is your why is your high viscosity cream next to your computer in your office? It's like, it's like that, South, that, South Park, that South Park episode when the internet goes down and they uh, lose their mind. <laughs> that's classic, dude. Well, that's amazing. I had I I think the first couple rides I remember wearing like my my biking shorts with like the pad in the in the sure. paint area. And then now I just yeah. do normal. Well, the seat hurt my oh, wow. butt for like yeah. two or three That's rides. It just, remember like your butt was being numb. Oh, yeah, it was like, and I, yeah. I'd be like, I don't know if I like the seat. And then Claire was like, just keep going. After three or four rides, your butt like 
con- like contours to it and yeah. it just sort of becomes a thing and, and i don't feel it at all i need though. like the california cruiser bike seat which is the big fat one with <laughs> yeah. the springs yeah. on it's it. got the damn um uh what's like that pillow where like it, it keeps like the yeah. dent on there that's that's the my pillow for. yeah yeah that's crazy that's crazy um kurt okay so weird question and and this is how i feel i'm a i'm a tattooed individual uh sure I heard you are a tattooed individual i can't see, i can only see a little bit of you right now Thank you. I don't even know if you're wearing pants. You look immaculate. If you if you're not wearing pants, no judgment here. But sure, um, yeah. I've heard you have a, a couple as well. Are you like me, where if if someone talks to you, it's like it's like an office space where they don't want to talk about their flair. Is that how you are? If if someone says, "Hey, I like your tattoo," is that where's to where'd you get that or where's that from? It's like I don't want to talk about my fucking flair. Or are you like, yeah, let's 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 have a, let's have a chat. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, if people want to talk about it, I'm pretty, I'm game to talk about it. I, you know, I, I don't have any, uh, on my, on my, like I, I can go business casual and no one will know I have any tattoos, right? The minute, right. I, I guess, I don't even know what business casual is anymore. Right. But you know, I think, you, I, I think it's like pants. A, pants and, uh, pants, like a, short pants and a shirt, like a polo shirt. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I have some tattoos that are not like. I don't want to say they're they're not normal, but because I don't know what what does that even mean. But like, people always ask about my tattoos because they're like it's a kind of a story. And the guy that did my t- every single one of my tattoos is done by one guy. Wow, and he's an, he's he's a he's an amazing like realist. You know, he can take a photograph and put it on your skin, and it looks like cool. the photograph. It, it's pretty impressive. But I, I always. I'm always happy to to talk. I, I think it's a cool thing. I, I you know my first my first tattoo actually was not done by him. It's and it's the worst tattoo ever. Um, <laughs> I, just, I I just think tattoos are so cool and and if just their stories, right? Not necessarily what's on them, but like that period in your life that you, that that you were in when you actually got that tattoo. Like I think is is that's why I keep that shitty tattoo and don't get it covered up because it reminds me of like, yeah. hey, remember. Yeah. Remember when you were like, didn't know shit about shit and you got this tattoo on your leg? Yeah, and you thought it was it, yeah. You got like a Static X band logo tattooed on your upper thigh. Do you remember that? I'm like, yeah, I see that every single day. I think think that's the reason why it's weird for me to talk about it because I think other people with heavily tattooed individuals – um, they get it. They say, "Oh, because it is. It's it's about that moment in your life. It's not about what the product it is. Isn't. It's more like yeah. the, the the background." And what you, the funny thing is, Chris brought this up a couple nights ago. We were we were pre- we were prepping, and I was like, "This is your wheelhouse." Then I'm just gonna listen and soak this up. That there's like a almost like an etiquette of how you talk uh, tattoos. So I'm just I'm 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 slurping this. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting. Right and Kurt, I don't know if you get this too, but like being at like a place, like if you're at the pool or whatever here. I'm probably the only person in our neighborhood that, I mean, maybe one other guy. I've like. seen a couple, but I don't see as many. And and I, I'm, I just like to stand next to you to be like, yeah, I'm cool because my buddy has a bunch of fucking tats. <laughs> no, it, but it's it's just weird to go to a place and be like the only dad with significant tattoos because it's people look at you differently. You know, it's just a weirder thing. Do you get that yeah, too, or is it? So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I live, I live next door to a lawyer. Like, there's a, there's a, like a doctor. A couple, like, I, I am similarly in my neighborhood. I'm, I'm kind of the only guy with, like, I, it's kind of like I don't belong in this neighborhood. Yeah, a little I feel bit. The same way. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I kind of love that. And I, yeah. I feel like I, I like being places I'm not supposed to be. So, yeah. but I mean, that's I, I don't know. It's a, it's a interesting. 
I, some people I think look at tattoos and, and, and like think that they're done to, for the purpose of attracting attention. Right. And, to, and, to, and so that people do ask that, those questions, but like, these are hundred percent. Right. And Chris, same for you. Right. These are mine. Right. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Like a hundred, these are, these, these are mine. There's a, there is a reason I have what I have on my body. Like, and if someone wants to know about it, I'm not going to dive too deep. I'm like, Hey, let's sit down. Like how much time do you have? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Let me, but, let, me, but, let me shave this arm for you so you can get a better look at it. And then we can go into detail. <laughs> Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. You're right. It, you have a very, I have a similar one where a lot of stuff that I have is bought by one guy, but having one whole thing by a, one person, that's something to hang your hat on. Cause that's not common. I don't think. No, that's, I mean, my, my only follow-up is are, are you done with ink or is it, is it have to be, is it based on like life circumstances at the time? Cause it, it seems like that's kind of what a lot of the inspiration from, from what it sounds like, like you said, it's not always about, if you look at a tattoo, it's more about where, where you were at that point. Do you, do you see yourself getting more tattoos in the future? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot. Most of my tattoos were done when I was, I didn't have any children. Right. I wasn't even, I don't even think I was married when I got tattooed. Like I was, I, I got married later too. I didn't get married till I was 36. So I got tattoos all before that. And now it feels like if I say out loud, like, if I would go to my wife and be like, Hey, I need you to watch the kids. Exactly. I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to, and I'm going to spend a thousand dollars and be gone for, and be, and be gone for, and be gone for a weekend to get tattoos. Right. Like, and then when I come home, she, I'm going to be in pain and I might ruin the baby yeah. because it's going to get yeah, exactly. shit everywhere. Exactly. And it's going to scab and be disgusting. Yeah. And I'm going to probably complain about the fact that it hurts. And yeah. Oh, Hey, can you put this cream on my shoulder? <laughs> yeah. I can't reach yeah. this spot. Right. Either, right? So, it, you're so right. It's so one of those. And, and I need to go back in a couple months and have it touched up. And also I feel like I'm process. at the point now when, when, you know, you get your first one, it's so exciting. There's this adrenaline that pumps and you're like, Oh, this is great. And then a couple more, you're like, Oh, this is going to be cool. By the time you have a significant amount, that is all gone. And all you know about is what he just said. The, the time it takes, the money you're spending, the healing process, the pain it takes. The, you know, when you get to a certain point, you know that a certain needle count hurts more than the other count or oh, color hurts yeah. more than this. And so it only hurts and it just sucks. I hate them so much, but I'm also not done. But man, I'm not looking forward to finishing it because it's just a flip. Yeah, I'm, I, have an, I have an incomplete. I have like one started that needs to get finished so i will i will probably get more but not like i don't know if i'll start any a new piece i need to finish uh some existing work but you're right yeah will you ever get a tattoo i've got a clotting issue I've, i'm on been on blood thinner oh, since yeah, i was 26 yeah. so i can't even give blood anymore uh i've gone to try to donate blood and they're like nope can't do it you're on warfarin your, your blood won't take and i said just take the uh the platelets also got denied so I've said, uh, keep the door open. I just celebrated 10 years in Austin. I thought maybe that'd be a cool mark to get some kind of a Chicago to Austin type of vibe. But I, A, it needs to mean something. Uh, and B, I need to probably get cleared by my doctor just to say, go ahead and do it because you need to give this form to the tattoo artist and say, hey, sign this. You won't be liable if I and don't stop bleeding. Well, like, and sometimes they'll, they'll even say, they probably we, won't. We, we won't do it because you're a risk. Or yeah, and, I mean, it'd be like... It'd be like trying to clean windows when it's raining. I, I need mean, a gauze, like, yeah. like log, yeah. you know? That would, that, no, not many tattoo artists would take that. No. Not anyone. Yeah, you, you'd have to get the same tattoo, like, like four times for it to yeah. actually probably so, look like it's supposed to. 
Yeah, well, I'll probably come to you guys first for like, hey, who, you know, what do you guys recommend? But never say never. Never say <laughs> it's never. Possible. Never say never. Hopefully you just don't all of a sudden start <laughs> clotting. And then now you're like, hey, I can get eight tattoo because he's just that would be like, great. Going to like an orange. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. All right, Kurt. So you mentioned earlier before we just chatting, you kind of dropped in a little Queens of the Stone Age kind of drop, which <clears throat> I respect any type of Queens of the Stone Age is like that's some of the the fine, fine good shit you know what i mean um it is it's we not too mainstream it's oh, more it's, like oh you appreciate oh yeah if, good if, music. If, if i was in a band that's the band i'd want to be in because they're they're legit but they're not so big that you, you you could go to the supermarket and people wouldn't know who you were but we don't talk a lot about music this is a good opportunity give us give us a little bit of what you're listening to things that you're mm. hearing that you like um it doesn't have to be a ton but you know just a couple things maybe like one from each that you're kind of feeling Sure, sure. Uh, Queens of the Stone Age is my number one all-time favorite band in, of all time. I mean, like rock and roll, like mm-hmm. of our era. And but like good music from, it's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, like like music from the desert. You can tell it from the desert when you listen yeah. to music, right? Yeah. Like it's just like that. those guitar riffs are killer. So I'm, anything they, they put out. Aren't they all all-stars too? Um, they're all it's like it's like the traveling Wilburys. like everyone is from a different band right <laughs> right like you it's like uh, it's like where you get no, it's like where you get George Harrison Roy Orbison you get um Tom, uh, Pied, you know, Tom Petty right you you get these guys and go hey we're gonna we're gonna release albums and they're gonna be critically revered I mean the Stone Age has guys that are I mean I think that's how it is now when it started like Rated R which is a great fucking album um <sighs> And and th- that album and like feel what is that feel good hit of the summer feel good song and somewhere yes. yeah the, they they were just a regular band they were, all right and so then, this wasn't when they went and grabbed Grohl and, right, and said that, come on in yeah. okay that's when I started to, to right. get into them so I'm sorry no 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 please that, please yeah. continue but, I'm just but, making but sure. that's how it is now and it still sounds fucking great okay yeah it's a really I think the the essence of Queens of the Stone Age is this album called Mexicola yep. 1998 yeah like that's that and it's it's like it's gritty and raw and that's queens of the stone age yeah so i i i, I jim start there if you really um, that's what that's exactly what i'm just thinking now mexico yeah well and what's the, this i'm gonna look right now i'm sorry we can you can cut this jim no okay? you're good it's like jamie it's like jamie from the joe rogan podcast right you're just like jamie yeah. google that jamie exactly. google that yeah. look at this um the the album that I'm thinking of it's one of like the girl like on the front it's like just for torso down, Mexicola that's the one that's the album okay yeah that yeah. album is mm. okay I'll give you guys a review in a couple of weeks because that's going to be what what I'm going to go to now I didn't know that was the name Say, of that album that's it that's it that's Say, that's one of the best take an edible and listen to that album and then see what happens Jim yeah, see where you see where it takes you. And this is before they started recruiting um, like superstars from other bands. Or no, I you of- know I, I think they've had I think they've had you know Grohl was a was a player right uh, I think because he saw what they were doing and and Dave Grohl like I think is universally known as just like a kick ass dude right and yeah. recognized like these guys are badass and became friends with with Josh Homme, who's the lead singer and and they're both drummers by I think um before their guitarists and, and lead singers so sure. they kind of they vibed on the drums but like the two other guys the drummer and the bass player i think are just like they're they're pretty inconspicuous like geniuses yeah. right they just kind of that love doing queens of the stone age and i think 
there's a tie to Eagles of Death Metal, yep. uh, them, them, crooked vult- them Crooked Vultures is another yeah. like side yeah. piece. Like there's all kinds of weird stuff. Another one, Caius so, is another one. Yeah, that's yeah. that was even before Queens yeah. of the Stone Age. Yeah. That's real desert desert music right yep. there. Like yep. that's serious desert music. But so Queens of the Stone Age, uh, always on on the playlist. I'm really into the the I feel like such an old man like saying the alt scene, but like the like What's that now? What'd you say that kid? Hey, I made a traveling Wilberries <laughs> reference, so I, I yeah, updated that's myself. True. That's true. I, my dad that's loves true. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. I'm really digging there's a big resurgence of like 80s sounds right now. Yeah. Like War War on Drugs, I think is a tremendous band. Yeah. Like um there's a band out of baltimore called future islands that i think oh, yes. does some amazing amazing stuff that lead singer, new in a while i, I love future Islands. i haven't heard they just put they just put out a, they just put out a new album okay new great album. good the guy the lead singer from future islands like sounds like he's 50 to 60 years old and he's like younger than all of us he's a really interesting <laughs> he's, a, he's a character um Kurt Vile, I love Kurt Vile. I mean, I'm kind of all over the board. I, I love, you know, I think that like m- music is art, right? And as long as it makes you feel something, it's good. So yeah, like, yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff out there that makes me feel stuff. So I, Future Islands, War on Drugs. Let me go, I gotta pull up my list here. I love Spotify because I just save everything. That's what I do. Right? I on, a, on a playlist. Another thing about Peloton, which I love, is when you hear a song, you're like, yep, I'm adding that. It just loads up. Yeah. I'm, I'm Apple well, now. I see crazy. you guys on Spotify now, and it's it, it starts to make a little more sense. Also, if um, you have Spotify, get your kid their separate account for the love of God. Get them a separate great account. Great tip. Otherwise, your <laughs> discovery playlist is like peanut butter jelly time like we had last night. <laughs> Hey. I know my wife. My wife ruined my like year end with like uh, me too. <laughs> just like some weird country music that popped up on there. I was like, "What is this? I don't listen to this." I work. I work with a lot of like younger people, and and it was at the time, and like everyone like showing like, "Hey, this is my new my top twenty five, whatever." Like, let me see your top five, and I was like, "Just so we know, my kid uses my my Spotify." Taylor Swift was my number one. Obviously. And then I think it was like Coco Melon was like number three. And I was like, there was like one band and they were like mine. I was like, this yeah. is the only one I actually listen to. I'll own this one. Yeah, yeah. the other four are uh, not really my cups. One band I always find myself coming back to and just appreciating the hell of is The National. Mm-hmm. Those guys are so good. I've it's, seen it's, they- it's, it's, it's It's not light. That's the bummer. The music yeah. is pretty like heavy, like mood wise yeah but they're great we've seen them they've played acl a couple times i think it was the last time i went to acl and they they were i don't think they were like the headliner but they were like one of the you know premier bands great show but like you said they're not like you don't feel good when you after you watch it you're like oh, i feel kind of like i feel like i should maybe call my mom or something like right and uh and so yeah it's it's not the um that's not awesome. good shit but it's it is good music we might need to have Kurt back as a once a quarter, what are you listening to? Because I think the music is a big part of being a dad. And we just, for whatever reason, it just, it doesn't get the the spotlight it deserves yeah, and, so and, far. And it is like, I mean, Kurt, you said you work from home. We're now all working from home, but even Dude. when I'm in the office, I mean, music is such a huge part of just my regular work day. It's the background, man. A hundred percent. And there'll be times where I'm not listening to music and I'm not getting anything done. And when I put music on, I start going, it's like, all right, let's get to work. Let's kick it. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. 
music like tattoos, right? Like finding the time to like learn about new music is hard when you're a dad, right? When you're a husband and a, and a father, oh, yeah. finding time to like, again, like I'm going to be in my office, like tinkering on the internet for a couple hours, just exploring new music. Like doesn't my fly. high viscosity cream. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and that's why I still pay for a satellite radio subscription because Sirius XM U channel is I just like, yeah just feeds new music and and like the one app i've had the longest the longest standing app on my phone that i still use consistently is shazam shazam i was totally. just gonna say i, Shaz- use, I use shazam great and apple playlist actually imports your shazams yeah. as, a, as a playlist if you've done shazam for any song you upload or you update the app it transfers everything over to a playlist called shazams i put i put that on shuffle all the time and i go what band is this yeah. i i had one good you know revelation in the in the car shazammed it and now i know who this band is well not only a couple things one kurt you said a couple interesting things one xmu is awesome i I used to work in an office with just like a couple of the guys and we were only listening to xmu and it was the same thing it was like every single time like this is fucking great this is so good this is awesome but yes shazam i agree with you probably the oldest app on my phone but it just fucking works. It's a big giant button and it just says, hit this. Cause they know that you're going to the bathroom in the restaurant you're in and you're like, oh shit, this song is fucking good. Yeah. And you gotta be able to do it one handed. So yeah, yeah. Shazam, agreed. That's yeah. fucking. And the other good point he brought up was as a dad, it's hard to keep up with that. Like yeah. I got into the newest Strokes album and the newest Killers album. And then I looked up, they're both about six months old. So when I started telling my, my buddies, hey, the new Killers album slaps. They're like, yeah, it did last year. Like, thanks a lot, you know? And I'm like, okay. I listen to the Discovery playlist like every week on Spotify just because it's like... Yeah, yeah. Just, like you said, it's the same kind of thing. It just feeds you the good stuff. You're like, you guys, That's what yeah. I like. yeah. you guys have a good rotation. You, you, Jim, you brought up the killers. Like, I, uh, there's a series on... There's a podcast called Song Exploder. I yes. highly recommend it if you... Like, really good. And that, yeah. sh- that show on Netflix is... Like, I think it's difficult to, like, take a to take anything in, from one medium to another and have it be good in both places. But, like, the dude kills it on podcasts, and he kills it just as much on Netflix as well, like on TV. Okay. Highly recommend it. The Killers, think about this. Their first album ever was Hot Fuss. Ever. Yeah, which is a banger after Start, banger after yes. banger. Start to finish, every single song is, like, incredible. The first song that they ever played live as a as a band ever in a Las Vegas lounge with like twenty people was Mr. Brightside, like <laughs> first song they ever played. Can you can you think of like in the modern era a like a greater debut album from oh, anybody? Shit. I know like, it's been a long time since yeah because you can go back to that if I'm if I'm doing cross country road trip, Hot Fuss still makes its way in because I Dude. I'm not the guy to do a shuffle. I'm the guy to pick albums. Yeah. I'm the guy to go. Yeah, the next, the next fifty minutes is. Hot fuss. When you pick the album too, you you really lean on the songs that aren't on the radio. Yeah. You just you you lean on you know on top or believe me, Natalie, right? And you're just like the end of the album is just as good as the beginning of the album. And the beginning of the album is 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 incredible, right? Yeah. Good point. He has the artist with him, and he like they go through the song, and he uh, he he's a kind of a a major audiophile. He isolates like every sound from the song. He's like, tell me about this, right? And he finds like masters and like like demos, and they're like, how the fuck did you find this version of this song? Like, you're not supposed to have that. And he's like, ah, I did, did my homework, and and it's just he's he has the band kind of walk him through the story. It's it's incredible. It's a really cool, it's a really cool show. Great, great recommendation, and great just back and forth hearing you guys because it makes me want to 
dive into this more. Last question. We'll keep it because I know you probably are trying to get some sleep uh, while the kids are asleep. He's living in the future too. He's a full a full hour ahead of us. Oh, so you're you're already well rested then. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> He's got even less opportunity to sleep. Um, okay, this this is a great question. Answer it as you want. As we mentioned at the beginning, you are Jim's wife's oldest brother. Yes. Either explain a little bit about when you first met Jim, um, how many, how that all went down. I, I have a lot of questions as far as have you ever wanted to kick his ass? Have you ever wanted to punch him in the face? How many times had that happened? Pretend um, I'm not even here. Because, I mean, because yeah, I mean, there's definitely you're you're her older brother, so there's obviously obviously something there. I want to I want to hear a little bit about that. Please, I want to hear how you so, met Jim first, basically. So. It's funny how I met Jim the night I met Jim and the one of the times I wanted to punch him in the face happened on the same night. So, um, um, no. what, what street was that house on Jim? Gunson. Gunson. Like you know so East Lan- well, that's, a, that's where I met him. Gunson. Uh, we were, East, we were East Lansing, park. Michigan, Gunson street at, at off campus at Michigan state. It's like, it's all student. It's all like these little old houses. It's, it's, students dominate these this row of streets and we go to this house my sister is like telling me about this guy like oh man he's so great like jim pulled like when he when he tried to like get with my sister originally like like a 1950s move of like let me carry your books back from a class is that right jim you carried my sister's books didn't you i think or you uh, tried she to had a, she had a sore wrist that day or something <laughs> oh I, yeah she had a little carpet oh, tunnel or something i, you I know? feel like there, I've, I've, I've like woke a giant here like there's, there's maybe some <laughs> no more. no okay. no there's definitely a happy ending to this <laughs> okay. i, I so think jim told, a jim told uh a beaver cleaver and tried to carry my sister's books home and she's like he's so nice like he tried to carry my books and i'm like okay cool and also my my bro my my uh my brother claire's middle brother is there as well so it's two jim is meeting his wife's two older brothers on the same night wow so we go to this house and it's you know it's a dump it's a total dump but all like we that was who cares was everyone's house in college yeah. everyone's house in college was a dump and uh, my brother, who is um, far more serious, I think, than than myself and and uh, my sister and I are there, and I, I'm just the the details uh, up until the point of the next story, the the, the story I'll tell are, are hazy. And and Jim walks up to us, and uh, I don't know what he said, but in he made a joke or something, and then he he gave my brother and I both like titty twisters. <laughs> no, I didn't. And, and my, yes, you did. Yes, you did. And my brother and I looked at each other and we're like, "What the fuck is this guy about? What is this guy about?" And Claire's like, "Hey, we're gonna go. Like, we're just we've been pre-drinking. It's fine, you know." So then we go we go out in East Lansing, which is a kick-ass party town kick-ass bar town go green go green and i think like jim tried to start a fight with someone in the line at the bar we were going to is that do you remember this jim this is news this is i'm I'm, I'm a listener like everybody else right now man (laughs) and uh i mean you were we were impaired i think you were you were more impaired than all of us but uh and then on the way home he's like you know 
trying to start a fight with the people at the houses on the way home. He was just, I, you know, I think Jim was just like, yeah, you were, you were. Was I just I trying to there. flex? Like, hey, I'm going to show these I think, guys. I, I think, I think you were just not, not a violent sure guy. To, no, no. I think you were just not sure how to handle the emotions that you were feeling. You were excited. You're an excitable guy. You have a golden retriever tribe mentality. Right? You're, you're a bit of a golden retriever. He's dead on you. Just, I, I, I had never met, like, I never met a girlfriend's older brothers who I had never met at that point. Like, anyone I dated at that point that was serious, I knew from my hometown. I knew from grade school, high school, going up in college. I wasn't looking to settle at all. And also, sometimes you meet your, your you know, girlfriend's brothers you know, hanging out at the house and you're like, Hey, maybe we should play basketball or whatever. You don't meet them going out yeah. drinking at a party first. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for the support. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying it, I appreciate it's that. a tough, it's a tough place to meet the brothers. Well, I think we went to, I think we went to PT O'Malley's, we went to PT's I think in the basement. That sounds right. Oh, that'd be Rick's. Yeah. We, no. Yeah. We went to Rick's. You're right. We went to Rick's. Rick's. So you remember, Cafe. you remember some, well, Rick's was clarinized. <laughs> and that was, there was like basically standing water in the bathroom. It was disgusting. Oh, it was, it was such a dump. We love Rick, so I mean, if anyone who goes dump. to state is it still there? State, it is still there. Okay. It, it oh yeah, all that. My my uncles went to Rick's when they were in at MSU in the seventies and eighties. Like it's a it's a staple of, of Michigan State. It really is. It really is. So um, okay, so so you've wanted to kick his ass at least once anymore. <laughs> so then, so yeah, so then my brother and I, like obviously Jim had a was operating at a deficit from day one with, with the brothers. <laughs> right, so, right. You sound like your dad when uh, you say that. <laughs> I am his child. I am his child. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it, Jim, <laughs> if he's one thing, he's consistent, right? He's consistently like himself and realized that he wasn't being anything other than himself. And like, he made my sister super happy. So that's that's all it takes right you make you take care of her and make her happy like you want to act like a weirdo sometimes right <laughs> like, weirdo. i am at home in in austin i guess the weirdness is uh it's more acceptable here i just want to say i think you diagnosed me perfectly there in terms of being unable to handle emotions it was my house it was my party i think if, if i remember there was a part of me that wanted to like impress but a 22-year-old's version of impressing versus 35, 36 now, it, it's just completely different. And Oh, yeah, for sure. I have, I have an older brother who doesn't listen to the pod, so I don't think he would hear this. But I learned a lot more, I think, from, from you and from Brett in terms of, you know, maturity and more of, like, how to handle more, more things. And I got to say, the one moment I felt like where we were starting to catch ground is – you know, I, I went to your 30th birthday, too. I appreciate you not bringing that up because that was also <laughs> not a fine moment. It wasn't. Yeah. I, got, I, got yeah. too, I got too fucked up again. And, uh, God, I'm sure the whole family is going to listen to this one because, you know, Kurt's on. Um, I've grown. I've grown a lot since then. And I made Claire happy. So there you go. But yeah. we're, we're going to the wedding. Let's fast forward to October, October 6th. 26th. October 6th, 20, 2012. Yeah. It was close. And we're driving to the church. Do you remember this, Kurt? And I was like, wow, I'm, I'm driving with Kurt. I'm driving with Brett. And I think... And you're like in your suit. You're ready to go. I think Bobby was driving. Or, or one, of, like one of your uncles was, was driving. Yeah. Claire yeah. was back and, you know, already crying and doing her stuff. God love her. And Kurt goes, 
hey, Jim, just say the word, man. I'll keep driving. Like, <laughs> I won't stop at the church. And I was like, oh, my God, this is like, that's something a, a good big brother would say. And I immediately felt more calm. I immediately felt more like, hey, I think we're going to be okay. And if I can get some of my shit together, we might actually turn into good good brothers-in-laws, you know? So that's that was, that was my moment of feeling like, okay, I, there's some level of acceptance slash seriousness slash like, I'm going to be okay. I, I don't, I don't think you not having your shit together at 20, whatever is like unique to you. Right. I think that's just dudes, most yeah. dudes at, you know, in their early twenties, myself included. Again, I want to, I want to repeat, I didn't get married till I was 36 years old. And it's like the reason, one of those reasons was because I didn't have my shit together for a long time. Right. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so, so don't, don't beat yourself up, Jim. Don't beat yourself up too much. No one, no one's ever won a championship uh, kicking the shit out of themselves, right? So true. It's uh, cool. it's uh, it, it could have been any other girl's big brother would have probably done, you know, had the same same experience. This just how it is. That's how. But it, if you learned anything, you, don't give titty twisters to your when you girlfriend. meet people. Uh, and it, I, think, I think at all, I think in twenty twenty one, titty twisters are off the plate. <laughs> Yes, in the first like in the first ten minutes of meeting them, though, I advise against it. Testament to you, Kurt, for making me feel so comfortable within ten minutes that I thought <laughs> I'm going to go after this guy's nips. <laughs> yeah, my brother and I—it was like a like a, a movie. Like we both like stopped and we just like looked at each other and we're like, Are you fucking, did, "Did that just happen? Did that just happen?" Truth, truth, and I don't think I've touched uh, your nipples since. Yeah, no. So. Oddly enough, my 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 three year old is obsessed with nipples. He, he I mean, wants to touch it. As soon as he takes his shirt off, he's like, he's like this. And then he's, he's like, hey, his nips on both sides. Oh, he is. He is. He's, he's well, obsessed. Me and your three-year-old are kindred. Spirits, I say that, so. that doesn't go away for some people. So yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Kurt, thank you again for taking time out of your night uh, for explaining what's going on with with COVID. Obviously, we hope you feel better. Definitely, we'll have you back on the pod, man. Great insights on a number of things. We should definitely do like a recap, like a music recap. Something I would love to that. have that kind of come around like a dad's playlist of the, of the quarter or of the month. Oh man. Brought to you I'd by all about that. I, I would tell you. my wife, it'd be delegation need, uh, intern stuff, but it'd be great. I would, I would tell my wife, I need, I need some time in the office to curate a playlist for the, for Jim's podcast. And you know my, my wife, my wife and Jim are, are cut from the same cloth. They're, they both, uh, they have a, uh, they're talking about kindred spirits. They married into a family of people that like can be kind of like gruff and, and not can too, too terribly concerned about other people's emotions. <laughs> and my wife and Jim are on the other end of that spectrum where they are very into, if I said it was for Jim, my wife would be like, absolutely. Well, look, here's, here's the thing. If we can do that for you, we should just make that a thing. Yeah. Like I'm in. if that's something you would do, we would love to have it. And it gives you time to kind of maybe, you know. Selfishly, it keeps me kind of with a pulse on some new music too. Because yeah. it's like, shit, is someone Same doing here. the legwork here? Same Otherwise, here. I'm going to start talking about this new band called Daft Punk. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, <laughs> right? They might break up, but I, I, I don't know yet. That would be cool. That really would be cool. Would be good. Anytime. This was fun. I'm happy to do it again. I appreciate you having me. Thanks again for Kurt. Uh, for making time up in Traverse City, Michigan, hour ahead, we made sure we tried to make that within our uh, our schedule. So <laughs> Solid huge, chat. huge help. I do, I do want to talk a little bit more about how close do you think you got 
to getting your ass kicked oh, at man. any time in that relationship. The beginning of it all. Yeah. He talked a little bit about it, but like, yeah. Looking back, uh, I was a bit of a fuck up uh, after <laughs> post, post-college. And Claire always makes this statement of, you know, don't expect people to change from when you met them. And I am still that person. Which is scary because she says that, and I'm like, oh man, I am still that person. <laughs> like, Wait, what are you ways. saying about yeah, me? Exactly. Like, current state gym is the same. Um, it was close for a while. I think, uh, I don't think Kurt would have kicked my ass, but I just think earning the respect of that family and, and her brothers, critical, man. Yeah. I, I'm lucky. I got, I got another brother out of it, you know? And I got another brother out of it, her other brother, uh, Brett, who, uh, who may join the pod at, at some point. I he, say yes. Yeah, he's done some help with us with putting stickers on uh, golf courses in Dallas. So he's he's helping spread the word. Thank you for vandalizing golf courses in Dallas. Yeah. We, mirrors in the bathroom. It sounds like a sounds like a song. Yeah. Mirrors in the bathroom. <laughs> like an eighty. What is that? It's Glitter so, in the yeah. <laughs> dance floor or something. It's something like know. that. Yeah, it's yeah. something like that. Yeah. But now I feel like Kurt and I are buds. Yeah. All right, we have one more Truly Lemonade. I think I might have saved my favorite one. This is the Strawberry Lemonade, which I found out they sell these in Tall Boys by themselves, 24 ounces. How did you find out about that? Uh, I just went to the grocery store and wanted to pick one up. And bought some? I did. I did. <laughs> this is a normal one, though. This will keep our tradition going of just uh, kind of splitting one up. But this is a Strawberry Lemonade. You still got a little bit of a pinker... Color? You see that, Mr. Pinkerton? Oh, it's pink. Yeah. Same kind of rosé color. A little bit. Do you remember growing up, there was really just lemonade and pink lemonade? Yeah. I love now that seltzers and other, you know, soda manufacturers, pop, whatever you want to call it, like, they're okay with blending flavors. And back in the day, we we did this anyway. I, I kind of want to give a call out to, you know, people born between 75 and 90 in terms of they were the ones who kind of said, I want to go to the, the soft drink fountain and fill up three or four different the things. Suicides, yeah. The suicides or the sewers or whatever you want to call them. Now they're fucking making alcoholic drinks, labeling cans on them. Like, like if it wasn't us pushing or asking for that, I don't think they would still do it. Yeah. I'm, I got to believe that the people at Truly are, are us. They are, have to. are people like us. That are same like, age. Yep. They're the same guys that filled up the... And then threw a little bit of vodka. Like, let's have this. Is what we have. Yeah. Um, are you more of a strawberry guy? Is that kind of your vibe? Yeah, it's one of my favorite yeah. fruits. Yeah, yeah. If they had a strawberry banana lemonade. Strawberry banana was the first mashup I ever. That was of. the one where everyone sort of said, "Okay, we we can do this." I mean, Beastie Boys Run DMC was my first mashup, and then it was strawberry banana. Yeah. yeah. Followed closely by blue raspberry, but the blue has nothing to do with blueberry. I have a whole thing about that. Yeah. Save it. Save it. It's it's not as sweet up front. It kind of comes in in the aftertaste. Black cherry is so good, and it tastes like someone, you know, dumped a, a scoop of Kool Aid in there and stirred it up. And it and they didn't because it's still a hundred cal. All these are a hundred calories. Props to that and how you go into the lab and make it like that. Well, let's give truly a accurate score. Yeah. We're gonna combine it. In fact, it's not a truly score. It's a truly lemonades score because. Okay. I think Truly has uh, made its case to come back on the pod. And I think Seltzers, because of your statement of keeping it personal, keeping it in your own fridge. Yep, it will be. Guys, we're going back to beers, but we want to give the Seltzers 
a key to the a key to the pod, which yeah. means guess what? If a new one of you comes on the on the scene and we start feeling you guys are hot enough, you're coming on the pod with us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that we're a, we're a beer drinking group, right? I mean, I I love beers. I miss the beer flavor. Like we had a we had a jellyfish before we started recording tonight. I haven't had a jellyfish for a long time. I haven't had a beer like that. So at the same time. There's something about drinking a seltzer, waking up feeling not like a fucking pile of shit the next day, and and then it does. You know, you drink something, it tastes good. This is good. You're right. The black cherry might be overtaking the strawberry here. I just scored each one in my head, and there's only a two point difference between so BC. And I only strawberry. did an overall score. I didn't do it. Me too. But I I kind of do the individuals to kind of help me get to my spot. Give me your combined truly lemonade. Truly score lemonade from, the dad. from from Chris the dad. I'm gonna tell you this right now, no score, but I would say the black cherry lemonade number one, and then the strawberry lemonade number two, regular lemonade number three, and then the mango number four. Interesting. With an overall score of a 94. I mean, it may be the highest score I've given on this podcast. I think maybe it's not. We gave a ninety-five. You gave something higher, but this is the highest seltzer. Highest seltzer you've ever given. And I love, I, I, I love the shotgun. I loved all of the other seltzers. Yeah, White Claw's fine. The, this truly, is... truly has found something special in the lemonade pack. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say strawberry lemonade is number one. Black cherry is a close two. Mango is a close three. And even the lemonade. It just it isn't as flashy as the other three, sure. but you could have five or six and be like, "This is better than one or two mics." But if you, you know, showed up to some to. random party and you're at the pool party, right? The kids are playing, you're hanging out, and you open up a cooler and you see any of these, you're gonna be like, "Fuck yeah!" I'm sitting on I'm that at cooler. the right party. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Here, I'm here all day. I give it a ninety-three. Look at us, right there, ninety-three and a half. It is clearly our benchmark of if you want a really good seltzer, a really good flavorful seltzer pack, truly lemonades. And it, I know we're saying goodbye to seltzers for a little while, but we just talked about truly having, you know, no ifs, ands, or buts about, you know, going into a new, a new lane, right? Like some other seltzers stay in their lane. Yeah. Truly doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. I want to get the truly tropical. I want to get the truly berries. And see what see what they are. Yeah, like I want to meet John R. Truly, and be like, "You're doing it right, my guy. Like you're you're literally giving us all the flavors we didn't even know we needed, and I want them all. I want the blueberry. Was it a side? A side. Yeah. And then there's the truly extra. Extra was eight point percent. Yeah. Come on, guys. This is not goodbye. To seltzers. This is just, we'll see you later, and thank you for giving us something to talk about different than than what we've been talking yeah. about. And we'll get back into our regularly scheduled programming with, uh, you know, hazy IPAs and lagers and all the it's other coming. stuff. But uh, how, how else are we going to grow, though, if we don't try something different, right. try something new? Look, so. And I think it only serves to say, look, I do think seltzers are disrupting the market, which is one thing we learned from talking to... To Brad. Brad over at Shotgun is the, the seltzer game is not a fad. I do think it's a it's gonna here to stay. 
Yeah, you're right, Chris. There's yep. a shelf on the in the garage fridge now dedicated to a, a lower cal seltzer. I'm not mad. And when we are in my pool hanging out, we're gonna be happy that we are drinking low cal beverages. That's I'm right. telling you. If you can't tone it, tan it. Tan it. <laughs> hey, before we leave, you wanna do a few few thank yous though? I do. Thank yous to Benny from Bronze Whale. As always, you are our Shining light. I love you. Ambassador of Quan, this guy. So much. Um, uh, Breakmaster Cylinder for the outro music, as always. I recommend listening to it all the way through, so you can get to hear that music. Um, Rogue Brewing for our official, unofficial coaster of Dad Drinking Beer. And um, who else? You. You. I'm speaking to you through, through the speaker. No, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is where I would say. Oh. Hey. <laughs> Everybody listening in, if this is your first time, welcome. Chris and I are just two dads that wanted to get together and record on a weekly basis so we can hang out. It's hard to get stuff on the calendar sometimes. But for those who have listened to other episodes and are back, thank you for your continued support. Thank you for telling your friends, your, your fellow dads, uncles, buddies, guys who don't have kids yet but they might one day, or just people who want to get around and, and hear how we talk about beer and yep. other things. Uh, thank you to Kurt as well, specifically in Absolutely. Michigan, yep. for coming out and uh, enjoying our, our, you know, or entertaining us with his his stories. I'm having a great time. Yeah, and thank you to all our Instagram followers. We are growing. Thank you so much. And we always say you don't have to be a dad, but it helps to listen to the podcast. So I think we're all good. You feeling good? I'm feeling great. How about a little cool down? Truly down to, to kick down some seltzers for the month. Down. All right, we're all good. We have water, we have power. We're good to go. We'll play bags, hopefully this weekend. Yeah, maybe tonight. So for Jim, I'm Chris. We've been dads drinking seltzer and we'll be drinking beer next week. Have a have a good week, guys.